Good morning. Praise God. All praises to the Father, the Son, and the precious Holy Ghost. Amen? Amen. Let me say this before I get started. I had to say this. My family member was at, um, at Bethesda North on Montgomery Road, and um, we had something happen. Uh, one of our family members' heart just stopped. They died. And then we were in the waiting room, and here comes Randy Murphy. I think it was a chaplain then. And he looked at me, and I looked at him. We looked at our family, and he said, look. <laughs> he said, I don't know what you're going through. He said, it really doesn't matter. But I was told to pray for you. And he began to pray. And then the doctor came and said that our family member heart just started beating again. And I, I told Randy Murphy that day, I loved him and ain't nothing he can do about it. <laughs> I said that because he, men, men and children of God, sometimes they do things and they don't do it for accolades. They don't do it for show. They do it because that's what the Lord told them to do. I believe there's power in prayer and I, I love this man, I love his family, and that's just my personal message with uh, Randy Murphy. God bless you. This morning, uh, we're talking about peace. Peace is a very vague, because before you can have peace and goodwill, before you can have peace on earth, you have to have peace with God. God comes and God gives the peace. So you, in order for you to get that, you need to have peace with God first. Amen? Amen. I'm going to be coming from this passage of scripture from John uh, 14, verse 27. I, I thought they had it. There we go. Peace I leave with you. Can everybody hear me okay? My peace I give unto you, not as the world gives to uh, give. Into you, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Now, let me start by explaining something to you. Before we can understand what it means to have peace with God, we must recognize that human beings in our natural state are enemies of God because we inherited the sin nature from our first parents, which was Adam and Eve. In Genesis 3, Romans 5 and 12, we are born with the, dispens the dispensation to please ourselves. Because of our sinful nature, we're here to please ourselves and we consider ourselves little gods. So when Adam and Eve sinned, we feel that we no longer needed God. And we are now enemies of God and we need to restore that back into its fold. That gave us a rebellious nature, and it sets us against odds against the perfect creator. And God, in his just nature, cannot overlook our sin. And justice demands punishment. In Romans 3.23 and 6.23, we, we cannot have peace with God on our best effort. There's nothing that we can do to have peace with God without Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us we are as filthy rags compared to God's holiness. So in our sinful nature, we cannot reconcile our relationship 
We cannot have peace with God no matter how hard we try. Now, I want you to understand the, world, the world's peace and godly peace is two different things. The world thinks that if you have money, if you have education, if you have uh, uh, relationships, if you have other things, you have peace, but you don't have peace. Because if you're not a believer of Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you don't have the Prince of Peace. You may have comfort, you may have luxury, but you don't have peace. There's people who have all kinds of accolades, all type of resources, but they still will give it all away if they can just have peace. In the book of John, chapter 14, verses 27 through 31, Jesus is getting ready to be crucified. He is telling the disciples what is going to take place. And the disciples don't really understand, the, they understand the crucifixion, but they really don't understand the resurrection, and they are afraid. And Jesus tells them, don't be afraid, don't let your heart be troubled. Jesus is letting them know that I'm going to send you a comforter. I'm going to send you, I'm not going to leave you comfortless, I'm going to send you a comforter so that you don't have to worry from this point on. But mind you, I want you to know that Jesus is not saying you're not going to have problems. Amen. You're not going to have turmoil. You're not going to have problems with your family. You're not going to have, pro you're going to have, not going to have problems with your coworkers. You're not going to have problems with other people, but you're going to have a peace that this world don't understand. He was promising them that you're going to see me again and that is where the peace comes from. Our peace, the world didn't give it to us and the world can't take it away. This peace saying no matter what we go through, at some point God got us. We know where we're gonna spend all eternity at. So no matter what your life turns out to be on this side, knowing that you're gonna spend all eternity with Jesus Christ, that is what he mean by this peace. Knowing that you are set for all eternity with the Father, the Son, and the precious Holy Ghost, that's where the peace comes from. People do everything from, from trying to get relationships to using drugs to try to find peace, try to use alcohol to try to get peace, try uh, spiritual activities to try to find peace. But you can't find the peace if you don't know Jesus Christ. And so that is what, and, and this world is trying to make us believe that we can have peace among ourselves. But as long as man exists and don't know Jesus Christ, you will never have peace on earth. Mm, mm, mm. Let not your heart be troubled. But I want you to know that this peace, when you wake up in the morning and your foot touched that floor, or when you wake up in the morning, and you open your eyes, peace shall be with you. Yes. Not because of something that you've done. No. It's not because of who you are. It's not because of what your family, it's, it has nothing to do with anything. It's because God gave you another day. God gave you another blessing. Let me tell you something, every, every time you blink your eyes, that's a blessing. Every time your heart beats, 
it's another blessing. I don't know how, many how long I've been right here, but every time I inhale and exhale, that's another blessing. I got a blessing to get to this place. And I'm, hopefully I get a blessing to leave this place. Every time my heart beats, it's a blessing. Every time my taste buds taste, it's a blessing. Every time I can hear, it's a blessing. Every time I can walk, it's a blessing. But rather he don't, rather these blessings come or not, I know where I'm going to spend the rest of my life. So no matter how good my day turns out or how bad my day turns out, the peace comes from the, the peace that he puts in us. Let me tell you about this peace. The peace is in three parts. We should have peace with relationships around us. We should have peace within us. And we should have peace from God. So when you have to be able to handle anything that happens, because you come in peace. The reason why I say that peace comes from God, because it's a gift. And every good and perfect gift comes from God. It is also considered one of the fruits of the Spirit. Fruits of the Spirit is peace, love, joy, long-suffering, self-control. So all these things God gives you, but you have to be a believer to get it. That's why a person, a non-believer, a non-believer and a believer, they have peace in two different places, but it's where they get their peace from. The non-believer gets their peace from the world. We get our peace knowing that we have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Peace with God allows Christians to live without fear of death or eternity. The Bible tells us don't fear the one that can, can destroy the body. You fear the one that can destroy the body and the soul. So he's trying to let you know don't fear what's going to happen to you on this side. Fear the one that can take your soul. So our hope is in securing knowing that where we're going to spend all eternity. If you don't know Jesus Christ in, your, in the pardon of your sins, that you, you don't understand what this peace is like. You don't understand what it's like. So I'm saying that you don't, it doesn't mean that you're not going to have trials and tribulations because the Bible says we're going to have them. So if we're going to have trials and tribulations, the only, the only person that can give us the peace is the peacemaker. As a matter of fact, we are called peacemakers. They say those who are peacemakers are called the children of God. So we're supposed to come in peace, walk in peace, peace, talk in peace, act in peace. It's always be. I'm not saying we're perfect. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But one thing that we love about our Lord and Savior, we can always go and repent. We can always go to him, Lord, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to call him that name. I'm sorry, I acted up this, and the other. And he's faithful to forgive us for that. Mm, mm, mm. Our hope is secure in knowing that Jesus Christ, what he did on the cross. Our last breath on earth will be our first breath in heaven. 2 Corinthians 5, 6, and 8, Luke 16 and 22. Right now, the Holy Spirit leads us. The Holy Spirit guides us. It protects us from the things around us. This is very important because in the month of December, 
<coughs> excuse me, my allergies act, in the month of December, suicide rate is at its highest. More people die in the month of December than the other 11 months because they don't know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. They feel that death is better. They feel that taking their life, they have nothing on this world to live for because they have no peace. They can have coming from a loving family or they can come from a, a, a poverty, it doesn't, it's irrelevant. But the bottom line is they have no peace and if you don't have no peace, you have no hope. And so that's what I mean by peace with God. Because God will give you the strength. The comforter will help you through those times. The comforter will let you know, okay, things are happening, but God said, I will never leave you, and I will never forsake you. So it's, it's, it's one thing to have a problem in going through something, but it's another thing having a problem, and you got Jesus Christ. It's one thing to have a problem when you got nobody to turn to. But there's some, it's another thing when you got somebody to say, I'll be with you closer than your father, closer than your mother. And, and you can depend on me. And I'm an on-time God. And I won't be late. And I won't be absent. And I'll be there when you need me. Mm, mm, mm. You know, we, we were created to have peace with each other, and we were created to have peace with God. Sin destroys that peace. If anyone ref refused Jesus Christ's salvation, there's going to be a time when our Lord and Savior come and rapture us, the believers in the air. There's going to be a time when you can't call on Jesus Christ. There's going to be a time when you're going to do this. He's going to turn his back on the world. He's going to take the children with him. He's going to take the peace with him. The world is going to do whatever's in their right mind at the point. It's irrelevant because we're gone. But this peace is something that we need to do while we're on this side to help us for when we're on the other side. Mm, mm, mm. I'm almost finished. I have a friend who's almost been, it's gone on almost a year. He's been in a hospital and he's, he accident. This was an accident. He was walking and he tripped and he fell and he got paralyzed from the neck down. This was an accident. And I go see him all the time. And he couldn't talk. He couldn't be just blink. I'm trying to read words. I'm, I'm not getting this. But the point I'm trying to make is that even being paralyzed, he had peace. I'm like, every time I saw him, he's smiling. He's laughing. Most people would have been mad at God. Most people would have been mad at the world. Most people would have gave up. But I'm saying, he said, I know who holds tomorrow. What am I supposed to be mad about? I'm like, but you, you got tubes in you, man. You can't walk. You can't. Peace is a free. It's free. You just got to ask for it. Peace is free. God want to give it to you. God wants you to have this peace. When you got peace, you, I ain't going to say you don't have no problems, but when you got peace, 
your perspective is different. You know, it's not the same. You ain't going to have no pity party. You're going to say, you're going to, you know, us, us Christians, we dust ourselves off. We, we come around the saints, we, and we get it together, and we keep it going. That's what I'm, I'm, I mean by peace. But you got to have peace with God first. Yeah. Every good and perfect gift comes from him. Yeah. Well, you can't have peace in this world and peace to a good man without the peacemaker. Mm, mm, mm. One last thing I want to say is, Two, actually, two things I'm going to say. Who said I was going to do that? <laughs> if you do not know Jesus Christ and the pardon of your sins, that's nothing to play with. Because, Jesus, because there, people are dying from age, from, from, from young age to old age. People think they have enough time. People say, you know what, I can wait until I finish having fun, finish doing my thing. Well, we've been doing it too long, being these little gods. And, and God, no one knows the hour or the time when the Lord is going to call them. But I, I, I want to say this, and I say this with all sincerity. When I think about what my Lord and Savior did on the cross and how he died, hell has to be a really, 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 really bad place to be for the Lord, for the, the creator of all things to come to this world to prevent us from going there. It's got to be something that we can't even wrap our minds around that he died the way he did, has to mean there's got to be some value in his love and there's got to be something that he's trying to stop us from doing and stop us from going, that's from the hell. And if you don't have peace, he's the one that can give it to you. God bless you.